Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Hi, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the Behind the Curtain podcast. Um, today, I'm going to take you a little bit into my life as a teacher and a lesson that I've learned uh, about Czechs uh, being a teacher. You know, as a teacher, I'm often called upon to chaperone students on various trips. And sometimes we take trips throughout all of Europe. I've done different things. Uh, one year, we served uh, and helped out at an orphanage in Ukraine. We've been able to sleep in a, in a nice pension at the base of the of, uh, of the Alps in Switzerland. I've stood along like these picturesque cliffs in Northern Ireland, where we um, served a group there. And I've actually, you know, I've lived with a non-English speaking German elderly couple, <laughs> that which, which was I have to say was very interesting because I remember having dinner with this older man who. He didn't know any English, and I didn't know any German, but we had a really good time together. And we were able to communicate. And um, I've been in France eating crepes in a town. I've had a lot of cool adventures with students. But throughout all these adventures, I would give one piece of advice to future non-Czechs chaperones. You ready? Let them walk. Walk is a critical part of Czech life. That's one thing I, I needed to learn. Uh, Sundays for a lot of families are reserved for the family to walk together outside. If you observe Czechs long enough, you might think that walking their dog is their favorite pastime. In fact, uh, during the pandemic, I have a neighbor and it just seems that our schedules always are in sync. And we, we pass each other and we try to make little jokes about how our schedules are always on the same uh, at the same time. I don't know. I kind of look at him as my friend now. And he's always walking his dog. Come springtime, Chucks just get downright giddy about just tromping through the forest to their, as I've mentioned in podcasts before, their secret family mushroom collecting spot. Usually when I ask students about their weekends, they're, they're always telling me stories about the hikes that have gone into the mountains. In fact, you know, in the little town that I live in, there's this club that devotes itself to climbing the region's highest peak, 365 days a year. Can you imagine hiking up every single day of the year, getting that stamp and some sort of club passport and saying, hey, I climbed this mountain every single day of the year. While I was in North, Northern Ireland uh, one time, um, two female teenage students came to me and asked once if they could take a walk in the countryside. Now, my American instincts uh, caused me to hesitate a little bit. You know, sending out two female students uh, by themselves out into a foreign, unknown environment, you know, made me kind of nervous. I, I didn't want them to get lost or maybe meet some unsavory characters or something. I, did, I, I didn't know. But the girls just keep, kept persisting. Um, I remained steadfast in my refusal. I wasn't going to let them go because I was worried about their safety. But not only that, 
but also the impression their absence would leave on our hosts. What would the, our hosts think if the checks are just our check female students are just leaving and going on a walk and what would they think? A little bit later, uh, my fellow chaperone, a male check, uh, mentioned that he was going to leave the premises also alone in order to take a walk. Now, see, at this point, I'm powerless to stop him. So at that at that point, I said, you know what? I'll just let the girls go take their walk. Let the teenagers go for the hike that they wanted in the countryside. What I ended up finding out was the outcome created a better morale in the team dynamics. And some of the complaining that had been going on ahead of that had just stopped. See, the thirst to escape and abide and be and dwell in nature was finally just kind of quenched. And and it was there in this Northern Ireland countryside that I just first learned that the best way to have a check follow your orders was to give them the freedom to take their walk. <laughs> As an American... I find that Americans, when they come to the Czech Republic, usually learn about this 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 strong desire of the quote unquote Czech walk. We learn about it the hard way. Many times Americans come, they're visitors, and they fall into that trap of accepting the offer of a simple hike by some Czech, and only to come home exhausted after a twenty kilometer tromp through a forest. <laughs> See, the American naively thinks an hour walk is long, only to be shocked when the hike with checks take up the whole day. A lot of Americans realize that their true state of condition when they go on these walks too. And the check just kind of laughs at the Americans. I remember one time, uh, some friends of mine a long time ago had asked me to go cross-country skiing, even though I had never gone cross-country skiing they said oh it'd be easy no problem well it was like a 15 kilometer trip of me just skiing a little bit and falling skiing and falling because i'm not so not so uh adept at cross-country skiing what checks don't realize is that american society is so vast that everyone needs a car to get from point a to point b in many cases it is virtually impossible to leave your front door and hike into a forest so many people I know just have a forest nearby that they go to. I had one former Czech student during a stay in the United States left their uh, host family in the, who, who lived in the suburbs in order to take a walk. On return, he would comment to me about the suspiciousness of the neighbors. They, he didn't realize that Americans don't walk around neighborhoods as much in the middle of a work week. And I think he was kind of nervous about the idea of people looking outside the window as to what's that guy doing? Two other Czech students I know uh, years ago lived in Florida for a summer. And they decided it would be a great idea to just to take a walk to their local Walmart. When they came back and told me the story, what they said is that there were just awkward and strange looks. Because what they decided to do is walk along the main road, all the way to their Walmart, take their bags and walk all the way back. And they said that they just received all these strange 
and awkward looks. As they're carrying their bags along a busy thoroughfare back to their house. That's what you do in Czech. Just not in America. The intensity of the Czech hikes that I was mentioning earlier, um, they they require Czechs to have all the equipment necessary to complete their tasks really well. For example, Czech mothers are decked out with the latest baby carriages and um, they got like shocks on them or something. Uh, Czechs would show me the high quality suspension system, you know, that the baby carriage has. And these carriages are, are usually meant for taking um, walks in the, in the forest and going on trails in the woods off-roading with the baby, I guess, <laughs> which makes all the sense of the world if you're a Czech walker. And see, I had a interesting <laughs> experience with this. As American, I always thought that all I ever needed to walk around with my child was a baby stroller. A baby stroller is, is different than um, a pram. A pram is a, is a British word for these um, bigger, maybe more old-fashioned looking uh, baby carriages. Whereas Americans, we just have strollers. A stroller functions well when there's pavement. Americans are accustomed to walking in a mall or on a track or on a track. The stroller is meant to maneuver one's way through racks of clothes or turn on a dime into a shop. These strollers, for the most part, have plastic wheels and are cheap, lightweight so they could fit in our cars, of course, and nimble. When I had my first child, uh, my wife and I bought a cheap stroller here in Czech for our firstborn child. And we thought that it was we were just being good old American parents. Let's just say that was a classic foreigner mistake. Because once one time, our, our church group at the time organized this retreat into the highlands outside of Brno. For you checks out there, Visochina. We're out in Visochina. My wife and I packed up the stroller and went on the retreat. And while we're there, of course, the checks agreed that we have to go on a hike. It's a cool tradition, and we decided to do that too. Um, our child, our oldest, he couldn't walk far, so we we took the stroller. And that seemed like a fine idea until they all decided to take the forest path. <laughs> We're going up through this town, little town, and then they go up the forest path. My young son sat in the cheap stroller as I tried to navigate it over and around rocks and tree roots that were all over the trail. Finally, after walking for a while, we reached a place where we were unable to go further because the stroller just, it was too bumpy and he couldn't handle it. So the, it was funny, the check group decided to help us out. What they did was they picked up my son with a stroller on their shoulders as they carried him over the rough patch of trail. <laughs> there was my son, and he just looked like some young prince being carried by servants over this very difficult path because his parents couldn't adapt to the ways of the country they were living in. <laughs> I I see two main reasons why a walk or a hike are an essential part of Czech life. First, the hike provides Czechs a sense of freedom. Politics, work, 
and family struggles can all fade away with the freedom of a hike. During the communist era, I suspect a hike was the outlet for the pent-up frustrations that were building from the repression that was going on by the government. The regime might take away my freedom of travel, expression, and speech, but it can't take away my right to walk in nature. When people hike, they, they choose their own paths and explore forests that provide a cover from Big Brother's eyes. I suspect deep down, it gave the freedom that every Czech wanted at that time. Second, I think walks provide a way to reconvene with nature and to wash away the daily struggles that everyone faces. Though the relationships break down and work might not be productive, the sun still rises, the sky is still blue, the birds still sing, and the buds still bloom in the spring. As an American, I, you know, I grew up in, in the constant busy lifestyle that we had. We'd scurry around like ants from one task to the next. I'm grateful to Czechs because they know when to stop the hectic pace and find refreshment through nature. They take the time in nature to rejuvenate their souls, spend time with family, have quiet time alone, or exercise. In some ways, it seems almost spiritual. For me, I've found, I've learned something from the Czechs. Is when I get out into nature, I can, I can see how God's created His work, and how the birds are taken care of. The grass grows again. Clouds roll away. And Jesus actually says in the Bible that He says, "Don't worry, but go and consider nature. Go out in nature and just look at it." And ponder it. And I found myself pondering my t- some things in nature, and it makes me understand my circumstances just a little bit better. So I've embraced these walks too. As I said, having grown up in the crazy paced American society, I now see that I need the check walk. I need the freedom of stepping out and disconnecting from life's worries. I need the connection with nature to remind me of my Creator's work. It gives me perspective about my place in the world. What once was a weakness of mine, you know, and being naive and carrying strollers through forests. (laughs) I didn't know the power of a walk in nature, but now that has become a strength. My Czech friends have taught me to slow down, respect nature, and breathe in the freedom of a Czech walk. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.